0: Surah Al-Ghashiyah is a Makki surah and the Prophet sallallahu used to recite the surah in the Friday prayer as well as their Eid prayer. al-Rahim. Hal ataka hadithul ghashiyah Hal has ataka? it came to you meaning has it come to you what hadithul ghashiyah the report, the news, the information of Al-Ghashiyah, of the overwhelming event. Meaning, it has come to you. This news has reached you. You have been informed about it. A question is asked over here, Hal Hadithul Has the report of Al-Ghashiyah reached you? And the purpose of this question is to draw the attention of the listener, and to alert the listener. Meaning you have received this news. You did not know about it before, but now you have been informed. About what? Al-Ghashiyah. What is Al-Ghashiyah? It is the Day of Judgment. And why is it called Ghashiyah? Because Ghashiyah means that which overcomes, overwhelms, becomes manifest and apparent. It's from the word Ghashiyah. What does Rashia mean? Rishawa is a covering. So a covering, what does it do? It completely takes over a particular object, and then the object is hidden, and the only thing you see is the is the covering. So rashia meaning one that will cover, overtake, envelop what? Everything. The entire creation. The day of judgment is such that that it will overcome, it will cover the entire creation with what? With its terrors. It will cover the hearts of people, the minds of people. It will affect everything. And it is a day that will not remain hidden or unknown. It will become manifest. Hal Hadithul It is a day when wujuhun faces, meaning some faces, plural of the word waj, Yauma Idin on that day will be Khashiah, humbled, submissive. Meaning by wuju what is meant is people of those faces. People of those faces will be how? In what condition? Overcome with fear. So much so that their faces will be Khashiah. Khashiah from khushur. When something is humble, submissive, it becomes low, it is downcast. And remember, khushur is such fear that is manifest on a person's external state, meaning it's manifest on their limbs. So for example, if a person has khushur in salah, what does it mean? Their eyes will be looking everywhere, wandering all around? No, they will be downcast. When a person has khushur in salah, then their limbs, how are they? Moving everywhere? Touching everything and scratching and moving the hijab and adjusting it? No. So much so that we learn about the salaf that in salah, for example, one of them, what happened was that a part of his limb had to be amputated. It had to be cut off. And he said, when I am praying, then cut it off. Because I know that in my prayer, I will not move. I cannot move because I am talking to who? My Rabb. This is khushur. That when it's such fear that is visible, that is manifest on a person's limbs. So وجوه ibn خاشعة Faces will be humbled, meaning that fear and terror will be visible on the faces of people. If you think about it, if you're tired, or you're happy, or if you're anxious, nervous, afraid about something, does that come on your face? Does that? Yes. What does a face do? It reflects what's on the inside. Even when you're distracted, does that come on the face? Yes. It's clear. If you're paying attention or not, it's clear. When you're in a rush, even that is where? Obvious on the face. So, yawma idin khashi'ah Some people will be so afraid that day that their faces will reflect it. We learn elsewhere in the Qur'an that aswat, Even the voices will be low. Likewise we learn that Ab absaruhum, Their vision will be humbled. And here we see that the entire face will be overcome by fear and disgrace and humiliation. These faces will be how? amila. Labouring hard, working hard. Now exhausted. Amilah is from the word amal. What does Amal mean? To work. So Amila meaning those faces will be Amila. Because when a person has been working hard again, that is visible where? Where? On the face of the person. And now from Nasub which literally is to fix something, and then it is used for exhaustion, tiredness. Why? Because when you're constantly doing something, as if you are fixed on a place, then what happens? You get tired. You get fatigued. And that fatigue is visible on you. So عَامِلَةٌ Tired faces. Why? Exhausted faces. Why? They'll be fatigued and worn out from what? Bearing the difficulties of the long day of judgment. The duration of the day of judgment. The punishment that will befall on people even before they go to hell. The punishment of the hereafter is so severe that it will never allow for a person to get some relief or rest or any sort of comfort. Now exhausted. Also, what is understood by this is that they fatigued themselves in working for dunya. They spent their lives working for what? For what? For the dunya. And so they will come on the day of judgment exhausted and tired. But what will add to their fatigue and exhaustion is when their deeds are rendered useless. One is that you get tired because of working. And the other is, when you get even more tired on knowing that all that work was useless. Isn't it? If you're working really hard, you know that you have a goal to reach. Then what happens? Because you have a goal to reach, you keep working, you keep working, you keep working, you keep pushing yourself. But the moment you find out that all that effort has been useless, what happens? You just give up there. It's as if you have no courage left. So عاملت nasiba, exhausted and fatigued and tired on the Day of Judgment. Why? What will compound to their tiredness? Knowing and finding out that all their deeds were useless. In Surah Al-Furqan, ayah 23, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَقَدِمْنَا إِلَى مَا عَمِلُوا مِنْ عَمَلٍ a <laughs> Mansura. We will advance towards whatever they have done and we will turn all their deeds into dispersed particles of dust. Just imagine. Has it ever happened with you that you work really hard to make something? You work really hard to maybe write an assignment and you give it in and then what happens? You find out that you submitted it a day late. Or you answered the wrong question. Or you didn't follow all the rules. What happens? What happens? Does that add to your tiredness? Yes. Because now there isn't just tiredness, there is also regret and frustration and anger at yourself. Isn't it? Sometimes you work really hard to cook something. And what happens? You find out that, you know, somebody dropped the food, or somebody broke the dish, or the food just fell or it got spoiled or it got rejected, what happens? I remember once a friend of mine, she cooked some food and right at the end, she put some butter. She thought it was butter but it was not actually butter, it was margarine. And a friend came and she just picked up the margarine box and she was reading the ingredients, she's like, this is not halal. It's not halal. And she's like, seriously? She had to throw all that food away. Because she had mixed all that margarine into the food, so it was what? Haram mixed with halal, it's not okay. So she got rid of it. I remember the expression on her face, embarrassment, regret, a big question mark that what do I do now? But you can always eat toast and cheese or something like that in this world. But in the hereafter, on the day of judgment, finding out that all your deeds or some of your deeds have not been accepted because they didn't meet the right condition. Imagine the exhaustion and the fatigue that will bring to a person. عَامِلَةٌ In Surah Al-Kahf, Ayah 103, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, قُلْ هَلْ bil بِالْأَخْسَرِينَ أعمال? Shall I tell you about those who are worst in terms of their deeds? الَّذِينَ ضَلَّ سَعْيُهُمْ فِي الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا Those whose efforts have been lost in worldly life. Meaning they didn't make it to the hereafter. وَهُمْ أنهم يحسنون And all the time they were thinking, they were doing a lot of good work. But on the Day of Judgment, it will not show up. So عَامِلَةٌ And then of course the fatigue because of the punishment of hell. Wherein there is absolutely no rest. As we learned earlier, ثُمَّ لَا يَمُوتُ فِيهَا وَلَا يَحْيَىٰ عَامِلَةٌ these faces, تصلى, They will enter to burn. Into where? Naran A fire that is حاميه, Intensely hot. حميميا, scorching, extremely hot. I mean, those faces will burn in the heat of the fire. In Surah Al-Mu'minun, Ayah 104, تَلْفَحُ وُجُوهُمُ النَّارِ in Surah Ma'arij, Ayah 15, كَلَّا إِنَّهَا لَغَى نَزَّاعَةً لِلشَّوَى تُسْقَى مِنْ عَيْنٍ آنِيَةً They will be given to drink. مِنْ عَيْنٍ From a spring, meaning water that is coming from a spring. But what kind of a spring is it? آنِيَة Of boiling water. wa وَبَيْنَ حَمِيمٍ an. Amzanunya, extremely hot, boiling fully. Basically aniyah is that which has reached the maximum heat that it can, meaning it cannot get hotter than that. ان when thirsty, they will want to drink. Because when you're tired, what is it that you want? More than food. When you're exhausted, when you've been working hard, what is it that you want more than food? It's water. And when you're hot, again, more than food, what you desire is water. Why? Because water cools you down. Water comforts you. But here, tusqa min ayn This water will neither cool nor bring any comfort. It will only add to the punishment. It will only increase in fatigue, in exhaustion. You know, sometimes when you're hot and you get hot water to drink, you can't drink it. You feel more exhausted. And one sip of cold water is sufficient. And if you have warm water, it doesn't satisfy you. Imagine if it's hot. There is not for them any food except from barir. The only food available to them is what? Darir. What is Darir? It's a certain tree that is known as a shibriq. A shibriq when that tree is fresh, and when it is fresh, animals eat of it. But once it dies or it becomes dry, then it becomes so vile that animals don't even go near it because it becomes thorny, bitter. And very smelly. That is darir. So when it is fresh and edible, it is called a But when it dries out, when it's no longer fresh, then it turns smelly and thorny. So it is called darir. It is also said that darir is dead seaweed. Dead seaweed. Because dead seaweed, where do you find it? Thrown on the beach. Isn't it? And over time, what happens? it begins to smell really bad. Horrible. That is Darir. لَيْسَ لَهُمْ طَعَامٌ إِلَّا مِنْ درير. Meaning nothing to avert hunger even. Nothing to avert thirst and nothing to avert hunger. This is what will be given as food. Of the foods of hell is what? زَقُوم غِسْلِين And here we learn about darir. The most terrible food. And the people of hell will eat it. La yusminu. But when they will eat it out of desperation, then la yusminu. Because when you're hungry, you'll eat anything. There's a certain point until which you will bear the hunger. And then what happens? You will eat anything in extreme hunger. But this food, la yusminu. It will not nourish them. La yusminu. It is not nourishing. Walla min minjur. Nor does it avail against hunger. Yusminu from the root letter sin mim noon. Samin. Ridulent samin. We have done this word earlier. Ibrahim a.s. brought a calf that was samin, very fleshy, a lot of meat. So siman is to be fat or to put on weight. So la yusminu. It will not nourish or fatten them. What does it mean? No matter how much they eat, it's not going to benefit their body. They're not going to get any nourishment out of dharir. And sometimes it happens that you eat something that you know is not going to nourish you. It's not going to nourish you. But you will eat it anyway. Why? Because you're hungry. So when you're done eating it, even though it may damage your body, at least you're no longer hungry. Isn't it? This is why we eat junk food, or when we're extremely hungry, somebody offers us a bag of chips or something which is you know it's going to hurt your body. It doesn't suit you, but you will still eat it. Why? Because you're extremely hungry. But we see here that la min endure it will not avail against dur, against hunger, against starvation. What is the purpose of eating? Food is either eaten for energy or to do away with hunger. But this food of hell will neither build strength nor will it satisfy. Now just imagine always being hungry. Always being hungry. This is the state of people in hell. Constant hunger. You know when you're hungry and somebody even holds you roughly or pokes you, it hurts even more. Heat bothers you. Doesn't it? But imagine in hell. La Yusminu ولا يغني Such a horrible place this is. The food of which does not finish hunger and the water of which does not quench thirst. A place where there is no rest, no comfort, no relief, no break. This is the end of who? Of the criminals that day. Wujuhun, Some other faces. يَوْمَ إِذِن On that day, will be na'imah. They will show pleasure. Earlier we learned some faces will be how? Khashia. Afraid. Terrified. Here we see narima showing pleasure. What is narim? Bliss. Na'rimah is one who is in Nirma. One who is enjoying ni'ma. And somebody who's happy, enjoying some pleasure, then that pleasure, it's visible on the face. On the day of judgment, this long, difficult day, some faces will be happy, relaxed, enjoying. Not just calm, but happy. You see this. One is that you're just neutral when you're in some difficult circumstances right one is that you're afraid some people they're very calm but imagine being happy on the most difficult day wujuhun yawma naimah how why will they be happy because they will already receive the blessings and reward from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they will be in so much delight that that delight will come on their faces in Surah Qiyamah, ayah 22, we learn, وَجُوهُ يَوْمَئِذٍ نَاظِرَةٌ Why? إِلَى رَبِّهَا نَاظِرَةٌ Because they will see their Lord. In Surah Abasa, ayah 38, وَجُوهُ يَوْمَئِذٍ مُسْفِرَةٌ ضَاحِكَةٌ ضَاحِكَةٌ Imagine, so happy that ضَاحِكَةٌ laughing مُسْتَبْشِرَةٌ Why? How? How could a person be so happy that they're laughing on a day that is most difficult? Because لِسَعْيِهَا رَاضِيَا Because لِسَعْيِهَا with their effort, for their effort, they will be رَاضِيَا satisfied, happy and content. On that day, they will see the result of their efforts. And because of that result, they will be happy. When? On entering paradise, they will be happy. But even before entering paradise, in the hisab, the area of hisab, they will be happy when they will see their Lord. Some people will be given a place under the throne of Allah. Some people will be placed on podiums of light. Some people will cross the sirat at the speed of light, lightning. And when they will see the result of their effort, they'll be happy. Because who doesn't get happy on seeing the good result of their hard work? In Surah Insan, Ayah 22. We learn, إِنَّ هَذَا كَانَ لَكُمْ جَزَاءً وَكَانَ سَعْيُكُمْ مشكورا. Indeed, this, what you receive in Jannah, is what? jaza for you. Repayment for you. Because, وَكَانَ سَعْيُكُمْ مشكورا. Your hard work has been appreciated. It has been accepted and appreciated by Allah. And if a person gets this award on the Day of Judgment, then they're successful. لِسَعْيِهَا رَاضِيَا And this is where we all need to think that, what am I doing for that day? Because it's سَعِي. It's the سَعِي that will please them. What is سَعِي? Hard work, effort. سَعِي is basically running, walking fast. When you're walking fast, when you're running, are you exerting yourself? Yeah. Do you get out of breath? Yeah and then does there come a point where you feel like i need a break yes li all their life they were doing sa'i striving working hard not passively actively working in the way of allah in obedience to allah and this sa'i will please them fi aliyah, where will these people be of happy faces fi In a Jannah, garden that is aliyah, that is elevated. Because Jannah is at a high place. Its location is high, elevated. Because at that time, this world and the sky will no longer remain. Jahannam is low and Jannah is high. And the highest Jannah is of Firdaus. Above which is the throne of Ar-Rahman. في جنة عالية what is this garden? لَا تَسْمَعُوا فِيهَا لَاغِيَةٌ La تَسْمَعُوا You will not hear fiha in that jannah لَاغِيَةٌ Any unsuitable speech, any لَغُو Any disturbing, annoying, unnecessary, useless, extra sound. Because these sounds, what do they do? They disturb your comfort. Isn't it? Even if you have a computer that works perfectly fine, but it's very noisy. What happens? You find out what the problem is. Isn't it? Why? What does the noise have to do with the work? You understand? I mean if you're working, the computer is working perfectly fine, you should be okay with the noise. But why does the noise bother you? Because it's extra noise. It shouldn't be there. So you fix that problem. لا تسمع فيها لا there is no lahu in Jannah. No disturbing sound, no annoying, meaningless, purposeless, unnecessary, useless talk. Because the people of Jannah have a high standard. High standard. You see, some people, when it comes to their taste or the choices they make, they'll accept anything. Any food they'll eat. Salty, spicy, bland, whatever. They don't mind. Anything. Whatever texture. But then there are some people who are very selective. Isn't it? Like, no, it has to taste like this. The texture must be like this. Isn't it? Or the clothes I wear must be of this quality and not that quality. Who is it that can make such choices or have this taste? Who? Someone who is aware, knowledgeable. Right? And someone who can actually, you know, they have that liberty to make those choices. Isn't it? Because for example, for you, you eat whatever your mom cooks. You don't have a choice. You don't eat it, too bad. But when you have the choice to cook whatever you want, then you cook it according to your taste. When can you do that? When you have the liberty, when you have the authority. Isn't it? And it also shows that you know, with a more refined choice, you have better awareness and understanding of that particular thing. For some people, clothes are what? Just clothes. And for other people, no, it's this material. No, it's that material. It's this make. No, it's that make. It matters. لا تسمع فيها لاغية The people of Jannah are very refined when it comes to their speech. They don't talk لغو. In the world, they don't find any enjoyment in laghu in the world. So in Jannah also, they will be saved from laghu. La tasma'u fiha laghiya. In Surah Waqi'ah, ayah 25, la يسمعون fiha laghuan, wa la ta'thima illa qilan, salaman salama. Usually, noise, like the noise we just heard right now, what is it? What is it a result of? People fighting. Isn't it? Arguing. Having some kind of disagreement. Like for example, you're sitting at home, everything's fine, all of a sudden you hear two people raising their voices. What happened? Why? Because there was a disagreement. And that disagreement led to what? Noise. What else? What else causes unnecessary, disturbing noise in the world? Pardon? Okay. So when there is something that goes bad, right, or when there is some kind of disorder, so for example, all of a sudden you're downstairs, somebody upstairs jumps out of their bed and decides to just exercise, and in their exercise they just decided to do some jumping or something like that. So because of that, all of a sudden there's so much disturbance. Something fell off the shelf, right? There's some accident that causes this noise. In Jannah, there is no fasad. There is no form of corruption. No disagreements even. There is no arguing, no bickering, no backbiting, no whining. Allahu Akbar. No whining. لا تسمع فيها laghiya And parents of young children or older siblings of young children, I'm sure you'll be very happy to know this. No sound of whining. لَا تَسْمَعُ فِيهَا لَغِيَا And you see there is no different, no ikhtilaf in the hearts of the people of Jannah. All of them, their hearts will be like that of one person. So united. So there is no hatred, no bias, no jealousy, no negativity. And then the people of Jannah will glorify Allah morning and evening. Tasbih will flow out of them like breathing does. No difficulty in tasbih. So why would there be any لغو? Nothing will be uttered that will spoil the fun.